0: Well, hello. I am Matt Williamson. This episode is brought to you by Live Casino. Folks, football season is here and Live Casino is where FanDuel Sportsbook, America's number 1 sports betting app, comes to life. Step up and place your bets at our self-service kiosks or with a sportsbook representative, then cheer on your team and catch every heart-pounding moment of action on our huge 40-foot video wall. Bet, watch, and win at Live Casino Pittsburgh. Route 30 at the Westmoreland Mall. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. And here's what we're going to do today. We are going to do one segment on when the Steelers have the ball. One segment when the Colts have the ball. And a lot of numbers coming at you. Prepare yourself. I forget one of you guys in the comments. I appreciate it. Said, sometimes your podcast when you're shooting numbers at me are like getting baptized with a fire hose. I understand that. I'll try to slow it down. But... Try to keep up. You can always hit rewind. Here we go. Um, again, still fighting this cold. So I got a, uh, a little lozenge in. I hope that doesn't affect things too much. I don't want to start coughing midway through. Um, okay. Steelers have the ball. By the way, I think this is going to be a good matchup. Steelers offense is up to 24th in EPA per play. They're 27th in EPA per dropback, Seventh in rushing EPA. Seventh. Let's remember that. Indians, Indianapolis's defense is 7th in EPA per play. Colts are 11th per drop back and 4th against the run. It's a very good defense. That is not at all their problem. It's not the defenses here. Kenny Pickett is 28th amongst quarterbacks in EPA per play. There are only four quarterbacks, Geno Smith, Matt Ryan, Tua Tagovailoa, and Jalen Hurts, completing a higher percentage of their passes, though, than Pickett. Pickett's 7.9 average depth of target is right in the middle of the league, as is Pickett's 2.9 seconds to throw. So holding it about average, throwing it about average depth downfield, but high completion percentage. People don't give him that kind of credit. Um, How about this? Last week, week 11, Pickett led all NFL quarterbacks with 422 total air yards. He was the only quarterback in the league with over 400 air yards. So if I throw a ball 20 yards downfield, not after the catch, that's 20 yards. If I throw one, negative one, it goes down to 19. Throw another 21, goes to 37. So he accumulated 422 air yards of where his targets were when he threw the football. This is disheartening to me and a huge problem that got a little better last week. Remember I talked about the in- in-breaking routes? But Pickett has completed just seven, seven passes of 10 or more air yards between the numbers this year. Seven. That's brutal to me. That's 38th amongst all NFL passers. There's only 32, and I know he hasn't played every game. But some of these guys haven't played all that much either. There's been injuries across the league. Seven. That's got to stop. That's scheme. That's not Kenny. Last week, the Steelers put up 30 points. That was the first time they reached that milestone in almost exactly a year. The 20 points Pittsburgh scored in the first half against the Bengals was the most in a first half of play this season for the Steelers. I think we probably knew that. Um, Pat Firemuth now is the Steelers' receiving leader in terms of yardage, and he's missed a game. So he's number one on the team already, moving up that in a a hurry. Um, Pickens, 1.21 yards per route run. Deontay, 1.11. Both those numbers are way too low. They are yards per route run. If you can get around two, that's where you want to be there at 1-2 and 1-1. One, one. Yuck. Big deal here with the Colts. Lowest blitz percentage in the entire league. They only blitz 14% of the time. But they also have 28 sacks. That's 12th best. They're old school Seattle. Cover three, bring four. And they do it pretty well. So the Steelers ground game generates 4.2 yards per carry. As a team this year, that's tied with Miami for 23rd. Not so great. Probably doesn't surprise you. But over the past three games, the Steelers 5.1 yards per carry is better than all but five teams during that stretch. Pretty good. Things are shaping up. However, only the Niners give up less yards per carry than Indianapolis as opposing ball carriers generate just 3.8 yards per carry against the Colts. And over the past three games, the Colts only let up 3.4 yards per rush. So, strength for strength there. Since week four, Kenny Pickett ranks 10th in rushing attempts and yards amongst all NFL quarterbacks. So, he runs the football a lot. He contributes very much to the to the run game. The Colts go to their dime defensive package, six defensive backs, just 0.3% of their total snaps this season. So I assume it's just a Hail Mary situation. Maybe they're out there for two snaps and dime. So you're going to see four and five defensive backs on the field for the Colts, every snap. Whether the Steelers can exploit that or not, without Claypool, we'll see, but I think that was pretty interesting. They have some strong tendencies, the Colts Steve. Indianapolis has three defensive players, Kenny Moore, Zaire Franklin, and Stefan Gilmore, who's playing great, that have logged logged seven hundred and five snaps or more this year, but they don't have anyone else on defense that's played more than six hundred and twenty three snaps, and they only have two defenders, Bobby Okariki and Rodney McLeod, that have played between five hundred and forty seven and six hundred and twenty three. Short way of saying that is more Franklin, and Gilmore have played a lot. Then they have a second tier in terms of snap count guys in Okariki and McLeod, the safety. And then after that, they don't have regulars that play a high, high percentage of snaps for them this year. So that's kind of how they've been built and how defenses or how injuries have affected them this year as well. So that's all I got for you on that side of the ball. Uh, Let's talk Colts offense here in a moment. All right, we are back. EPA per play. Colts offense, dead last. Brutal. 28th in EPA per dropback. Only the Bucks are worse in rushing EPA than the Colts offense. So Steelers offense was, what, ninth or something? And the Colts are last in rushing offense? That might be changing from the Colts perspective, but you talk about why Guys are getting fired in Indianapolis. Well, Colts can't be last in EPA for rushing <laughs> on offense with Johnson freaking Taylor. Steelers defense is 25th in EPA per play. They're also 25th per dropback, 20th against the run. That needs to be better. I mean, they can't be 25th. Come on. Indianapolis throws the ball on just under 63% of their offensive snaps. Just six teams throw it at a higher percentage. That's one thing Saturday's doing there, though, as a coach, is let's get back to running the ball. Why are we throwing it so much? We have Taylor. So let's talk about Matt Ryan. He's 26 in EPA per play amongst quarterbacks, but Geno Smith is the only quarterback with a better completion percentage. So a lot of this was like Pickett, where low in EPA, high completion percentage, he's completing 72.4% of his passes. But his average depth of targets only six point three yards downfield, which is near the bottom of the league. Pickett drives the ball down the field more than Ryan, and Ryan gets the ball out of his hands a little quicker too, two point five eight seconds. Talked about yards per route run, how Johnson and uh, Pickens were very low. To give you some perspective, they were like at one two and one one. Pittman Michael Pittman's at one point six three. The rookie who I like a lot, Alex Pierce. Alec Pierce is at one four one. Paris Campbell was having a good year, but he's more of a volume near the line of scrimmage guy, one point oh eight for the season. And this doesn't apply as much because Watts back. The Steelers blitz just under thirty percent of the time. That's fifth highest percentage in the league, but they their seventeen or nineteen sacks are only better than six defenses. So for the year. Steelers have blitzed a lot, not gotten a lot of sacks. Colts have blitzed very little and got a nice number of sacks. As a team, Colts averaged 4.1 yards per rush attempt, fit 25th in the NFL. But over their last three games, the Colts are generating 4.9 yards per rush. Isn't this what we just said about the Steelers too? Very similar. But the Steelers allow just 3.9 yards per carry this year. I bet people don't know that. Only the Niners and Colts are better, and over the past three games, that goes from 3.9 to 3.4. Run game is going to be absolutely crucial in this game, and their strengths on both sides, well, surprisingly. Jonathan Taylor's missed two games this year, but his 693 rushing yards is still 563 more than any other Colts player. Taylor still averages 86.6 yards per game on the ground. Great player. I think you guys heard this before, but TJ Watts, the first player since the Vikings, Mike Merriweather, former Steeler, to have two games with half a sack or more and one interception against a single opponent in the same season. He did this against the Bengals twice, obviously. Uh, Just kind of a little anomaly, a little thing I threw in here. The only other players to do so in history of recorded sacks are Lawrence Taylor and Todd Bell. Okay, I mean, maybe I shouldn't even put this one in there, but whatever. Kind of funny. Watt is also the only player since the year 2000 to have multiple games with half or more sacks and one interception in his first three games played in a season. Yeah, well, that's kind of fluky. Whatever. Watt's good. The Colts have converted just two of 10 fourth down tries this year and are only converting 37% of their third third down opportunities. Uh, They are last in the league in converting fourth downs. Do we know if Saturday's aggressive going for fourth downs? Is he a punt guy? Is he a field goal guy? We don't know. I have no clue. This we talked about a little bit and makes me crazy. So here's how Miles Jack, Devin Bush, and Robert Spillane were used last week. Hang with me for a moment. Jack played 62% of the snaps. On 1st and 2nd down, he played 68% of the snaps. On 3rd and 4th down, he played 30% of the snaps. Bush played 53% of the total snaps in that game, 59% of the snaps on 1st and 2nd down, and just 20% of the 3rd and 4th down plays. Okay. Spillane. Spillane was on the field for 58% of the snaps, 52% of the snaps on first and second down. Wait for it. But 90% of the plays on third and fourth down. I still boggles my mind. Spillane's going to be out there for 90% of the plays on third and fourth down. He can't cover a soul. I mean, him and Millette were picked on without mercy. And it's only going to get worse. I mean, I don't understand that at all. I actually think Bush has been pretty good in coverage this year. I think Jack's okay. Bush particularly in man. Um, This Spillane usage makes me bonkers. But anyway, that's a wrap for today. Still fighting through this throat thing. I apologize. Kind of making it short. But that's a wrap. Over and out. (laughs)